Welcome to L Squared, a podcast with fresh Love Island content. Let me just start out by saying that the highlight of this episode was Mackenzie went off. That's all I have to say. So the episode picks up where Kirsten is on the date with Calvin and Rachel is on the date with Caleb. Rachel is super quick to friend zone Caleb and that is a bad move on her part because Jeremiah is not as into her as she is into him. She He has said multiple times to Rachel that he's just taking it slow. So that gives her permission to have her eyes elsewhere too. I kind of feel like Rachel's body language was a bit awkward on the date. Maybe it's because she was nervous and she was putting Caleb in the friend zone. Caleb has a really warm and charming smile, but I think the nice guy look and behavior is making it easy for the girls to turn him down fast. Calvin, on the other hand, is definitely a lot more flirty. The splish splash comment to Kirsten was pretty cute. I definitely don't think Kirsten is interested in Calvin. She definitely appealed more to Caleb's confidence and we can tell that she likes Carrington's cockiness or else she wouldn't be able to stand him. And about Carrington's cockiness, I'm waiting for his wolf to come out. Still, where is it? It was so funny that as soon as the girls came back from the date, Johnny ran up to them first. He just had to intercept that and get all of the gossip as if Moira would tell them. So it was Johnny first, the pack leader, then Trey, then James. The guys ambushed Moira. (laughs) I feel Johnny's anxiety about the situation and there being new guys in the villa set the tone for the other guys. And I think they should have told James earlier on to be cool about the whole situation instead of letting him have his little anxious moment, which eventually turned into a jealous rage toward Moira. I thought it was interesting that in the beginning, none of the guys checked James's behavior. To be fair, they were all kind of anxious about there being new competition. But it's kind of interesting that all of them had the shared attitude of being territorial about the villa and the women in the villa. It seemed understandable that James had the right to be threatened, but that doesn't excuse his behavior. Someone should have said something to him sooner or calmed him down and let him know that he can't go toward Moira aggressively. So after the guys interrogated Moira, asking her questions like, so what did he look like? As if Moira was going to dish everything to him, please. Please guys, please. Justine and Sally floated over to rescue Moira from that ambush. None of those guys were playing it cool. They were all obviously threatened, which is not good at all. But I think it's a sign of genuinity. I think because everybody was in quarantine, it's helping everybody have real reactions to the things going on in the villa instead of trying to, quote, play it cool. So eventually, Mackenzie was able to pull Moira for a one-on-one girl chat. And I just love the realness that Mackenzie dishes to the other girls. She was just uplifting Moira and letting her know that if she likes Calvin she should definitely go for it and just let James know where she stands with him because she has a good position to get to know another guy if she wants to. But it was so funny how James was at the bottom looking up at Moira and Mackenzie's conversation pacing the floor trying so hard to read their lips trying so hard to listen to what they were saying. The dude could not relax at all. 
So this kind of goes back to the pressure James was putting on Moira in previous episodes. We noticed that he was being a little bit clingy and then that pressure elevated into the territory of wanting a more physical relationship. And now it's entered the territory of jealousy since Moira has gone on a date. And James is completely aware that he's messing things up with Moira because before Calvin even showed up, she was talking about taking a step back. He's gotten no validation from her through physical touch. And now he can't even control his emotions. So she's really, really running for the hills from him and he feels like there's nothing he can do to stop it. So he's putting a lot of pressure on Moira and it makes no sense to us as the viewers because we're just thinking, James, you don't know Moira. You've only known her for a week. Relax. But this has obviously become very real for him very fast. And as a viewer, I appreciate the drama, but I don't like to see people in pain on screen. I definitely like the fact that Mackenzie defended Moira because James followed up with Mackenzie trying to ask her what her, what her conversation with Moira was and what she was saying, what the guy was like. And it's like, James, stop, relax, find out for yourself. And it was nice for Mackenzie just to tell James to let Moira do her thing. Because honestly, James can't control Moira and he needs to understand that. I also thought it was interesting that Trey was the only guy we saw um, tell James to be cool. The other guys were kind of just letting him freak out. Maybe that's a sign that they're both considered the weak link as far as power goes. Or maybe Trey just can't stand to see another guy have such bad game. So I love that Moira gushed to all of the girls about all of the juicy details. She was telling them about Calvin's freckles and how flirty he was and that she is so interested in getting to know him, but she was being very tight-lipped with the guys. So I definitely appreciate the real girl talk. It was actually so funny that when Moira told James that Calvin is from Texas he was like Texas huh like what the heck what does it matter like he's just too threatened and then when the entire group was at the fire pit James was basically talking over everybody like just trying to control the whole conversation and then it was so embarrassing that he was trying to talk to Moira about the situation and get some sort of validation or confirmation or affirmation, whatever, just something from her in front of everybody. And he was talking loudly to her. I just think she felt very humiliated and annoyed by him. And the way he was addressing Calvin came across as kind of aggressive, like maybe he was trying to intimidate him. James was kind of making a fool of himself and it was kind of making me feel bad for him. I hope when he watches that back, he doesn't regret how he acted on TV. And then I thought it was really terrible how he was talking bad about Moira to Calvin and the other guys. That was absolutely ridiculous and completely out of line. And it was just really sad to see him try to flip the whole thing on Moira because he was frustrated with her because she wasn't responding the way he wanted her to respond. I noticed that some fans on Twitter were saying things like Moira was being passive aggressive. She wasn't communicating with James properly. I understand that. She could have said, James, you're bothering me. You're coming across me way too aggressively. I don't want to talk to you about this right now. But I also do think that Moira took some chances to tell James that she wanted to take a step back, slow the relationship down. She didn't want to get too physical too fast. She did communicate the necessary things to him. And she also told James that she wanted to get to know Calvin. 
And I think it made it harder for Moira to talk to James because he was being so aggressive toward her. So I think she stood her ground with him and she said the necessary things, even when she didn't say them all the time. James never got the message the first or the second time. So would it have been foolish of her to keep saying it over and over? Or should she have just done something? Either way, James got the message and Moira did stick up for herself. I think James is more in the wrong because he was just being so aggressive and angry about the whole situation. It seemed like he was never trying to be understanding of Moira's situation and just never really got a grip on the fact that they're on Love Island to date people. Like Caleb said, if you chase something, it's going to run. So I'm really glad Trey took the time to calm James down when he was talking badly about Moira to the other guys. He was really getting out of control. The situation at the fire pit was really intense and other people were recognizing it when they were all sitting down. Rachel even scooted closer to Moira and I noticed the girls were trying to, you know, comfort her or just like enclose her a little bit just to put some distance between her and James. And I also noticed that the guys started leaving the fire pit and Carrington even tried to get James away. He said something like, come on, James, to motion for him to go with the boys somewhere else. So the whole James and Moira situation was the major drama of this episode. It's pretty obvious at this point that James is going home. Either the people in the villa are going to send him home or us the fans are going to send him home. But James has to go and Moira doesn't want him anymore and no other girl is checking for him. As for the other couples, Sally and Johnny are still going strong. Kirsten is absolutely smitten with Carrington. Loving their relationship, they're still very lovey-dovey, touchy-feely. Trey and Justine seem to be steady, but still friends. Rachel and Jeremiah, we already said Rachel needs to get with the program and check Caleb out. Connor and Mackenzie are still looking good right now. As far as Calvin, the next day when he was talking to Moira at the pool, it seemed like he was still a bit intimidated about the situation with James, but he wanted Moira to know that he's not going to come off like that to her, that he just wants her to be comfortable with him and he wants them to, you know, just get to know each other easily and have a good time. But he doesn't want to put any pressure on her at all. And then if she needs help, he's willing to listen and offer his help to her. It was such a trip that the next day, James was still trying to verbally attack Moira. But we love our girl Mackenzie for sticking up for Moira again. Her in those shades. Her in those shades. The black swimsuit. You couldn't tell Mackenzie anything. She said that James cannot treat women like that. He can't. He can't walk around the villa saying something's wrong with Moira. No. And that's all Mackenzie is going to say. James cannot treat women like that, especially not around her. So where Mackenzie stands on this podcast now. I also love that Connor was backing Mackenzie. He definitely wasn't approving of James's behavior. The conversation between James and Moira in the kitchen was awkward. <laughs> she wasn't really speaking to him. She just left. So Moira, Calvin, yes, get that on and poppin'. I'm sad that Moira is so stressed, but hey, it is what it is. You've got people backing you in the villa, girl. James is going to be out in no time, guaranteed. Trey is being unusually quiet. I still think he's been humbled by his villa experience. We'll see if his attitude changes if another girl walks into the villa anytime soon. 
And then how about Kayla making a move toward Justine? Yes, give her the attention she deserves. But also, after scrolling through Caleb's Instagram, we know he prefers white women. Kirsten was his top choice and he did not ask Justine on a date. So we don't want him using our girl as a safety net. That's not her purpose. Justine is queen of the villa. He has to come correct. So he's wise to open his mind up to her, to be receptive to her rule, but he is not wise to think that he can use her in any sort of way. So I hope the conversations between Justine and Caleb continue because hey, Justine needs more options. She's looking for an upgrade. The episode ended with a big slow motion party. Sally was throwing it back on Johnny. The couples were dancing together. Trey and Justine looked like they were having fun. I think their parties look very fun. I think they dance in real time and they edit it to, you know, be in slow motion. But it's still cool to see everybody dressed up and having a good time, especially during quarantine. Be on the lookout for our bonus episodes on the Love Island drama. We're also going to be covering topics like colorism and masculinity soon. Check out our blog, lonelyloquacity.wordpress.com. Now it's time for some tweets. At Swag Millie says, Moira ignoring James's high five. I can't. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. James does not deserve any sort of physical interaction after the way he behaved. Ad Floral Oceans says, I stand Mackenzie more and more every episode. Hard eye emoji. Oh yeah, Mackenzie's our girl. We love her ferocity. She was the only girl we saw stick up for Moira. And we definitely should take note of the people who are taking a stance against the bad behavior in the villa. Maybe Trey was the guy to talk to James because he was a bit scolded for his player behavior early on. So that may have put them in the same boat in that particular situation. Mackenzie, on the other hand, she just seems to get bothered easily. But we live for the drama! At Give Me Wine and TV says, James is making Moira and all the women watching the show uncomfortable. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was hard to watch. People have made Joe from Joe from You references on Netflix about James. Someone else said, did Moira really hurt her knee doing absolutely nothing? Um, it looked like she was dancing and somehow she twisted her knee the wrong way. That was pretty odd, but later in the episode she was wearing a knee brace, so I guess she really injured herself. Now, of course, some people on Twitter were on James's side. Um, someone was saying James was trying to apologize and something's wrong with Moira. James can do better. Um, I definitely disagree with that. I think Moira was trying to communicate with him and she got her point across. James wasn't making it very easy for her and he was just letting his own emotions get the better of her, of him. So yeah, I mean, I definitely think James and Moira had genuine feelings for each other at some point and James was very hurt, but I don't think that excuses his behavior toward her by any means. For this episode, the diversity percentage and the power rankings remain the same. 57% for diversity, and the power rankings are Connor and Mackenzie, Johnny and Sally, Carrington and Kirsten, 
Jeremiah and Rachel, James and Moira, Trey and Justine. Thank you to everyone who participated in the group chat. It was a lot of fun watching the episode with you all. Keep up with us at Lonely Loquate on Instagram and Twitter. DM us if you'd like to be featured on the show. We love responding to listeners' comments. We'll be back tomorrow night with more Fresh Love Island content.